Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Talking Football Podcast. My name's Derek Clark and every week I bring you a top interview with some of the most colourful and interesting characters in the game. We're growing week on week. Thank you so much for tuning in and don't worry if you've missed any so far. You can catch them all on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean and also by visiting DerekClarkSports.co.uk. This week is a little bit of a different interview and a chance to delve into our childhoods as I spoke to Derek Hammond, the co-author of the wonderful Got Not Got football gift book. If you've not got yourself a copy yet, then make sure Santa brings you one for Christmas as it's absolutely magnificent. It was a joy to chat to Derek and reminisce about the weird and wonderful football gifts we had as youngsters. So sit back and enjoy this week's episode of the Talking Football Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's edition of the Talking Football Podcast. I'm delighted to say we're joined on the line this week by a co-author of one of the greatest football books ever made, it has to be said. It's Derek Hammond. Derek, thanks very much for, for joining us. Hi. Good, good to be here. Thanks, Derek. And we're obviously going to be talking about your, your latest book. You've released it, the Got Not Got Football Gift Book, Every Fan's Catalogue of Desires. Um, it's a fascinating read. Thanks very much for, for sending us a copy, Derek. It was, it was, it was great to read and imagine um, it was great to produce as well from your side of things. Oh, yeah. No, it was great fun. We were working on it for years, to tell you the truth, because um, we had this... Uh, we had this idea of the catalogue format. That is the old-fashioned K's or Little Woods or Grattans or whatever you used to get. So we we got the idea of having the sections with the uh, you know it's even got the um, coloured section. You know do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've seen it, haven't you? you know the uh, they were always they were always the same colour, weren't they? Those sort of pastel yep. colours. So what have we got here? Cards and stickers on pastel light blue. Toys and games on pastel purple. <laughs> yeah. So once we, then we we were just fitting things into it endlessly. It was a huge job, but uh, yeah, it's all come out well. Yeah, it certainly has. We'll touch on the book a, a bit more in, in, in just a second, Derek, but for maybe folk that may be unfamiliar with yourself, what what sort of your background and how do we get to to this stage of producing this book? Sure, yes. Well, um, this is the third big book that we've done in a long series. Um, the first one was Got Not Got, um, and that uh, uh, runner-up football book of the year in 2012. Um, the football gift book is the latest one, and in between those two points, we've done quite a few on different themes, like, for example, football kit, and programs and we've done individual club books but um this is this is really the book that we've wanted to do along because we do love the stuff of football the things that uh, there's nothing quite like holding these things in your hand they do just take you back if, if you've had them in your childhood be it um things like um you know, old um video games you know that's one thing mm. that we've discovered takes takes people back um just like nothing else really it was just such an immersive um you know atmosphere um we're a little bit older than that we i didn't play so much of that in the 90s i was a subutio kid so um likewise um just online 
um, if you put hashtag Sabutio on a post, seemingly so many people um, are still obsessed with the, the, not just the games, but the, the stuff of their childhood. And that's really, um, you know, we're, that's, that's, that's our specialist area. That's what we do. The stuff of childhood, be it um, George Best school shoes or kit or Liverpool FC lager or Wembley trophy footballs. <laughs> and all the, I, I particularly like um, not the stuff that's worth millions of pounds. In other words, the sort of matte-worn football jerseys and things like that. I really like the incidental stuff. Nothing gives me as... Well, when I say nothing gives me as much pleasure, almost nothing gives me as much pleasure as the petrol freebies of the 1970s. Uh, things that you got free in sugar puff packets. You know, It's that sort of <laughs> incidental stuff that this book is just full of. There's all the, the classic the classic stuff and the, all the incidental stuff. And uh, one real weakness I have is the, um, the strange stuff that stars of the time would put their names to. It just doesn't happen so much now because I, I suppose players are so much better off, but uh, my mind springs immediately to the Kevin Keegan slippers and yeah. so on, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, there's a nice one from the 90s the Alan Shearer um, had a, there's a long history and we cover it in here of the ball on a string it started with yes. Peter Barnes <laughs> football trainer in the 70s a ball on a string you attached it to your shorts you booted the ball down the garden and needless to say what happened to your shorts <laughs> um, <laughs> In the 80s, Les Ferdinand took over. He had a, a, a slightly smaller ball on a string, and it was sort of in a bag, but it was still a ball on a string. And then in the 90s, Alan Shearer came in with, with a small ball on a piece of string. And if you read about it, then it would, um, it would uh, it promise to help you to turn you into England's number nine. Who you knows, this little... <laughs> And who's to say? Who's to say it didn't? Yes. Not me. Yeah, 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 indeed. You mentioned Subutio there, there, Derek. I remember the days of going to the shops and getting uh, a new team. It could have been a variety of teams with, with the strips that you used to have the different names on it. But it's great to see that it is still around and, and people are still playing it. And there is a sort of renaissance and, and folk are getting into it that they weren't maybe into it before. Yeah, I think so. Um, Subutio does have. Um, just a cult following. I mean, people who follow Subutio really follow it. Um, I mean, what, one thing that one thing that I should mention is the sort of community of people who have been involved in putting this book together. Um, you know, we, we see ourselves we're sort of a bit of a hub, really, in in social media, where if will find, you know, a ridiculous program or a crazy football kit from the 70s. They get in touch with us and, um, you know, we put it up on the site, we put it up in a book. Um, memorabilia and memories, that's that's where we are. And um, we've got so many contributors all around. It's nice to, um, to have people, um, you know, everybody... 
everybody contributing their bit. Now, mm. the Sabutio, there are some Sabutio players and fans out there who have, I mean, they, they must have whole wings of their house devoted <laughs> to Sabutio. Actually, it's very often the loft, you know, where they disappear for weeks on end. <laughs> their, their, their wife just probably isn't allowed up there. <laughs> uh, we've got some fantastic stuff from all those contributors. They know who they are. Um, and, you know, of course, everybody gets a credit. And, um, yeah, they're, the, uh, they're among the most obsessive. But actually, I think in every section of this Just Pretend catalogue, um, programmes, football cards and stickers, um, Sabutio and other games, Striker, and, of course, uh, all the consoles and the video games... They are all areas, aren't they, that just invite insanity, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, until... you know I mean, yep. if you're going to go overboard as a football fan, it's probably going to be uh, along one of those lines, isn't it? On the on the sort of collectibles <laughs> front, you can't you can't just have you know twenty different Sabutio teams and uh, you know a, a regular Sabutio. Blanket. I think I yeah. have every team. And I think I remember back in the day, I had um, uh, not just home kits. I had the Newcastle United away kit, the, the green and uh, the green and blue striped one. So I mean, you could get the oh, you could wow. get the away jerseys as well. Oh no, they were they were they, they went into fantastic detail. I mean, let's not forget these little players are only an inch tall, mm. uh, and the the detail that they they got was um, was pretty good. Was pretty good. Um, when the when the admiral kits came in in the seventies, they struggled a bit, you know, to to get. They could always they could do the stripes, but then things got smaller, didn't they? Basically, you know, yeah. we went to the um, what are they called? You know, the tram lines on the admiral kits, and then in the eighties, it went into all the sort of um, sort of self coloring kit. Do you know what I mean? The you know the ones. Yeah. That, um, two different shades of blue on on the thing, and uh, it just got trickier and trickier and trickier, um, especially for the for the real manufacturers, and that in itself created a whole sort of aftermarket um, of people doing their own kit, painting their own spear tickets, and selling it. And actually, Gary, um, my co-author. He, he's a, he's fantastic. If you give him a, 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 a paintbrush with one hair on it, he can do incredible <laughs> things. Um, because you know they they, they would if you, if you you want it in microscopic detail, um, you know you want your, your badge and your numbers on the back and your number on shorts and all these little tricky details that came in in the eighties and nineties. Again. Needless to say, that's um, a whole new areas for obsession, isn't it? It's, yeah, it certainly that's, is. That's, that's that's what this book is full of. If you're if you're a bit of an obsessive, then um, well, this is uh, well. Hopefully, hopefully you would enjoy this because um, there's there's lots of areas here to uh, spend your, spend all your wages on. <laughs> you mentioned <laughs> don't it. Tell, don't tell your wife, or <laughs> no. girlfriend, that we sent you. 
ask them ask them for the book for Christmas, and that's it. <laughs> it's funny you should you should mention that. I remember there's there's a, there's a section in it in the, in the toys section of this, and it includes the the Corinthian figurines, the miniature sort of footballers that, that they had in, in the nineties. Yeah. And I remember buying a whole load back in the day with my my pocket money. So much so, uh, my father had to ban giving me pocket money because I was I was just spending it all in these little these little figurines which was absolutely heartbreaking at the time but they were huge at the back in the day as well weren't they? Oh absolutely you you wouldn't believe well I didn't believe how many they created you yeah know, I, I would have thought there were I mean I, they probably ran for the best part of ten years and they had a, a most of the most of the sort of uh, teams in the, in the sort of Top and second tiers probably had had players. Um, so add it up, but there seem to be thousands. All the international players, and actually we've got a book. Um, we've got a Corinthians book coming out wow. next year. It's that is um, not some. It's not a got not got book, but um, we published this book ourselves on our um, on our new label, um, Corinthians. Um, we've got a, a few books coming out, five actually next year. Um, Corinthians is one because there's never been a book about, um, you know, that particular area. Mm-hmm. So every, every there, there's there's so many different aspects to it. There's far more to it than just you know the little figurines. Um, they really sort of entered popular culture. There's there there. 20 different ways to, to look at it what uh, it, they're in advertising and uh, though of course there were whole um sort of get-togethers for people who collected them to swap and i don't know it's a it's a it's a, a very strange world but yeah i remember back in the day i swapped a strange a... wonderful world yeah I, I swapped it i'm sure i swapped a pierre van hoydonk for a matt letizia back in the day and, and, and i regret it even now because um, I think what, what, what was I thinking back then? But it certainly, it certainly got something for everyone in the book, hasn't it? I'm sure we can all relate to something that we're collecting back in the day when when we were growing up. Definitely. Well, that's the idea. There's there's there should be something in here for every everyone. Um, but interestingly, a lot of the feedback that we we always get on, on we've really had on on all of our books is that. Um, it, the, the, the time window kind of spans the 60s to the 90s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, but say you were a kid in the 90s, it is still funny and fun to look back at the decades that you don't remember um, because there was, frankly, just so much ridiculous stuff <laughs> produced. <laughs> We've got everything in here. Um, the, the world of comics... Um, that alone uh, was just so important. Uh, certainly, when I was a kid, when you weren't actually playing football, you had to be doing something else to, <laughs> didn't you? You know, to, yeah, to, to yeah, keep yeah. it going. So yeah. it would be comics, subitos. Uh, you know, if you, if you were going on holiday in the car, you'd, you'd find a way to bring it back to football. Don't go to that garage. Go to this petrol <laughs> station because <laughs> that way you'll get a. World Cup coin, and you can collect <laughs> everything. Came back to it, so yeah. Um, the the um, the sixties and seventies stuff. Even if you don't remember it yourself, it's you'll still know loads of the players. Um, 
it's just so funny the the things that the players used to uh, get involved in back then. I like that there's there's what there's a bit of it's the is it the Peter Shilton bull worker, um, oh. which I found quite quite funny. <laughs> ah, the, the bull worker ad. Yeah, that's right. He, he was. Uh, that's that's how Peter. Because he was he was a very muscular character, wasn't it? I yeah. Mean, uh, I guess uh, he he's, he was happy to say that he put it all down to the bull worker, <laughs> uh, which was a sort of um, if anybody didn't know, and I'm sure there are several who don't. It was a sort of uh, a bit like it was a sort of chest expander, wasn't it? Um, but it, it one that yeah. you sort of well, yeah, like a. a, a yeah, Again, I remember as a wee kid just just playing about with it, not not really knowing what it exactly was. But oh, my dad had one? one. I think if, I think might might, might still have one in, in the loft. Actually, come oh. to think of it, oh. not oh, a piece well. of Shelton one, right enough, but a, a bull worker. I think. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I, 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 I've not seen a bull worker since 1980. <laughs> that's, that's pure gold. That is. If you've got a bull worker in your attic, then uh, yeah, living the dream. We, we need pictures of it, even yeah. if it's a bit rusty. Well, I'll have a, I'll have a look next next time I'm up. That's for sure. In, in terms of in terms of the, there's, a, there's a section as well here that, that I enjoyed uh, Derek on the kits, and it's great to see the sort of the, the evolution uh, of kits since, like you said earlier on, when Admiral um, started putting their the logo on there and, and what have you. And, it, and it's great to see now a sort of old kits coming back to the fore and coming back into fashion, if you like. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the the, the um the kit text is a really important one in this because um, no matter when you, you know, when or where you were growing up, there are some kits just stick in your mind, don't they? Um, the ones yeah. that you know, if you if you actually had them, or the one that your team wore, and there, there, there's something just so very precious about vintage football kits. So you can see why. Um, you know, after a few years in the wilderness, really, the um, the, the the big kit manufacturers and the clubs are going back, or, you know, have gone back to a slightly more classic look, haven't they? Uh, mm. um, but then, of course, uh, there are just as many people then enjoy the uh, the, the, the crazy kits of the nineties. You know, the, I, I like the ones with the. Uh, do you remember the the lace up collars that went back to oh, the Victorian classics? <laughs> I think I've got I've got I've got one of those in, in the house, the Parma one. I think from I can't remember what year it was, but it was the nineties, and they oh, they yeah. had one. But they were they were all the rage back then, weren't they? Oh yeah, that's a, hey, you've got that's 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 a, that's a few things that you've mentioned. <laughs> I need to look them out for you. I can see why you enjoyed this book. It it, it was it was a, you're right in the middle of the target audience. If you've got Parma kits and chest expanders. <laughs> then, <laughs> You're one of us. <laughs> yeah, the kits are very important, though. Um, we've got a kit. Just, I'm not uh, trying to sell a copy, but we've got uh, a kit book coming out next year on Conquer Editions as well. Wow! Which is, um, it's all of the uh, weird and wonderful kits. Not, not necessarily um, all um, vintage. Um, they go back to the 70s, 80s, 90s, but um, you know that, that there are so many strange new trends in kits that have come around in the last 10 years. Um, now they sort of print pictures on shirts, um, especially in Europe. I mean, we've had some in, in the UK, 
but um, oh, you, you, it, it, I'm hoping that we'll we'll spread the word um, that the uh, what the, the, my, I'll give you, I'll give you a couple of favourites. One is a kit. Um, it's a Spanish second division side, um, and their kit. If you look at it, it looks like sort of dappled pink. But when you get a bit closer, you realise it's a it's a close-up photo of prawns. I think it's from a sort of Spanish fishing town. <laughs> so they're actually wearing a, a big photo of prawns. And there's one with the incredible Hulk on it. Um, what lots of different camouflage kits. Uh, oh, and on the on the food front, there's another lovely one with. Um, it looks like a, a lovely deep green. It looks like a classy kit. Then you get a bit closer to it, to it, and you actually you realise that the kit is a, a photo, a close-up of a sort of broccoli florets. <laughs> <laughs> it's a broccoli kit. You weren't expecting me to say broccoli. I was not. There, no. were you? So, so all this to look forward to. But all the classics and the, there are lots of silly old kits as well in there. There's, uh, we've got, we've got, uh, well, hopefully everything covered from the sort of Adidas Admiral Umbro classic. Yeah, there's, to, there's uh, a photo that I liked in there. Of, is a, it's a Barnsley kit from from yesteryear, and it's an absolute beauty. I mean, it's it's oh. it's. it's it's so bonkers it defies belief, um, but it's, 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 it just shows you the sort of period of time then when anything really goes. I know the one you mean. It's called the cowboy kit. Yeah, that's the one. For good reason, because it's got sort of, um, they look like cowboy badges on them, don't they? Sort of yeah. sheriff badges on them. And interestingly, that was designed by Paul Trevelyan, who was the um, Royal of the Rovers artist wow. um, who's he's, he's been involved in lots of strange things in football um, yeah um, he was also involved in um, I may have been involved in the Leeds Smiley badge or is that an apocryphal mm. story I don't know <laughs> get him on he's, he is he's a what a man he's, uh, mm. he's Anyone who came up with that Barnsley kit is uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hero. Yeah, yeah, a hero yeah, yeah. to me, at yeah, least. It certainly is. Um, the section as well, I, I really liked on the uh, on the tech, uh, and and it's it's uh, remarkable to see sort of how far technology has come from the early days of the, the football games. We've had um, Kevin Toms on a couple oh, of months really? ago. So yeah, yeah we, we, Manager. That's the one, yeah. He pre-produced obviously the first football manager game back in uh, 1982, I think it was. So it's it's remarkable to see how how big that sort of that gaming concept is has become nowadays. Absolutely. Well, no one. Uh, I mean, back back in the 80s, when the when the uh, sort of video games, as we thought of them then, we, we you know you would uh, do it on a, a play on a. ZX Spectrum, yeah. probably just put it, uh, all the, the games were all on cassette tape, weren't they? had to sort of load off a cassette tape, yep. and then um, I remember playing uh, just on, on our TV set, um, you know, there were, there were no, uh, people would be, you know, some people would be sort of horrified to hear, wouldn't they, <laughs> that, uh, you know, there were, there were no monitors, were, those just, were the uh, days, yeah, um, but from that, those from that sort of tiny acorn, there's a, a whole. It's all about really the thing that, that that ties all the games together 
is the creation of a virtual world, isn't it? Um, yeah. Whether it's Sabutio, you know, when you were a kid, you could get down on the carpet, um, being careful not to get a Sabutio player up under your kneecap, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but when you got right down and you were playing, you were completely immersed in it, and it became, you know, you weren't flicking around little bits of plastic. It's like you were really playing football. Yeah. And um, now the games have, to, to a, an in, ever increasing extent, sort of taken the imagination out of it because mm-hmm. um, the, the new games, FIFA 20, presumably, is what it's called <laughs> this year. <laughs> I know a, somebody get the copyright in on FIFA 21 quickly. <laughs> um, you know, they're. Um, they're almost sort of photorealistic, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, you know, a huge jump forward from the sort of, uh, you know, we, we, we've got primitive games like that you, you could play with dice, board games, um, not all action games. Um, they're, um, there are still, they're still fans of board games out there, but you can see why people go for the um you know the complete sort of sense around um experience yeah. can't you it's, it has changed it's, it's, I mean... it won't be long but you know probably it, you know with the um with the um steps forward in virtual reality it's yeah. in other games but not in football yet it really can't be long until you're actually you can put yourself in a player yeah be be running around. I've, I've often felt that for years. I've, I've thought, why is that not being produced yet? That sort of game where you're actually in the team and they're oh, doing that. But I think sure, it is only a matter of time. It's so complex, isn't it? Uh, yeah. You know, um, you know, you, you've uh, started off talking about football manager. I mean, that was literally handwritten code, wasn't it? You, know, yeah. <laughs> you, could, you, could, you could almost understand the code. Um, it's very, very simple. But now to have um, players moving around um, and you know uh, reacting and uh, do, do, doing all the things a football player does, um, yeah, the idea of putting yourself in there. Oh, I don't know. That's uh, I mean, this is well out of the scope. Of <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. I'm not allowed to talk about the future. No. <laughs> Uh, but it's funny. It's funny you mentioned the, the imagination. I remember um, there's a little picture of uh, uh, the FIFA '95 game there. For me, that is the greatest FIFA of, of all time. I remember making phony tournaments up in that, and you didn't even get Scottish teams or, or certain other teams. So I would kid on that Sam Doria were Rangers and what have you. So that element's been taken away with the new games because you get every team under the sun, don't you? And um, yeah, you take that yeah, element well, of imagination away. Yes, I, that that does happen, but uh, you know that's uh, it's still fantastic, isn't it? Uh, you know, I wouldn't for all for as much as I love the past, I wouldn't want to inflict it on the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's nice to be able to sort of uh, drop back into it. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, uh, without doubt, uh, it's like football, really, uh, the real game. Yeah, um, you know, we. If you if you remember football in the sort of seventies eighties, you remember it um, through 
uh, you know, with rose-tinted spectacles, don't you? Actually, I mean, I remember going to Leicester in the, in the 80s, and there could be a sort of 12,000 crowd. Um, you know, the, the game was almost dying, wasn't it, mm. with, the, with the various problems of hooliganism and yeah. racism, and nobody wanted to go. It was just an excuse for a puncher. So, um, really... Um, with with all the books, we we sort of uh, like to uh, just playing really at moaning about the modern game. Really, it's far superior to to the old game, isn't it? <laughs> um, you know, the, the the players must be ten times fitter and more skillful and more agile, and uh, they're fantastic. Yeah, uh, of course, I am a Leicester fan. <laughs> so maybe it's just Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, I just had to. We know it'll end in tears, but well, well, the going's good. We yeah, enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts. That, that that's certainly yeah, exactly. A... Yeah, it's the same with Man City, isn't it? That, they, their fans have got a good attitude. They, they don't let it go to their head. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, they, they, they certainly do. What's the sort of feedback been like? I know that many people have sort of got in touch with you, saying how, how pleased they are at, at reading it and it takes them back. Have, have you had positive feedback from those who have got their hands on a copy? Yeah, well, we've had we've had great feedback. I mean, um, the that's the nice thing about social media. We we've had um, lots of personal feedback um, where, where people have uh, taken. Pictures of uh, pictures of themselves with the book. It's always nice to see where it goes. Make sure that it's got a, a nice home. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then um, also in um, sort of media terms, we've had uh, lots of lots of really good feedback um, um, from uh, magazines and radio shows and podcasts. And, yeah, uh, yeah. We, I don't think we've no, we've Maybe it's just that we're, we're very good at selecting who to send it out to, but we haven't really had a, 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 a word against it. Really, if you like no, you this can't. sort of, if you like this sort of stuff, you're going to like it, aren't you? Yeah. Um, if you if you don't like football stuff from the 20th century, don't buy it. If you do, and I'm reasonably confident you'll like it. But yeah, we've had um, the funniest bit of feedback that we get virtually every year is that um, so many people sort of put it on their wish list you know on Amazon specifically but you know just their Christmas list um, so their wives unknowingly go out and buy it for them <laughs> and then uh, we get a lot of feedback from wives and girlfriends saying well you know he, he does really love the book but it completely ruined Christmas morning because he just <laughs> sat in the corner I used to have one of those. I used to have one of those. I used to have one of those as well. <laughs> and everyone else was trying to open their presents. So, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, hopefully that'll happen this year. Yeah, it's, it's funny that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my wife's uncle came down to visit us la- last week, and he was having a read through, it and he was doing exactly that. He, he picked out the Willie Henderson inflatable toilets that they in there, and he says, "I never knew they had a, they had a, they had an inflatable toilet like that." So, um, so he was he was doing exactly that last week. That is interesting, isn't it? There's because uh, one thing that we haven't mentioned is the uh, club by club 
element to it, mm. apart from the sort of um, catalogue sections. There's also a, a club-by-club section, which I think takes in uh, 50 or 60 clubs. Um, you were talking about the Rangers one, and um, it is interesting. I mean, I, I don't think many people will remember it. Um, you, you associate the football inflatables craze with the 80s, don't you? Yeah. Um, with the bananas and Man City really sort of started that off and the bananas and then people um, put the Norwich they had inflatable canaries and there was a, you could take an inflatable anything inflatable cigarettes inflatable Frankenstein <laughs> um, inflatable uh, Jaws you know they were they were good <laughs> um, but yeah that's was it yeah, Payne, you're going to think back in the 60s. Back in the dates back to the 60s. Yeah. Now, um, because it was the Rangers section, uh, we, uh, as far as I, I thought that the um, Jimmy Johnston, um, the, the inflatable jinky was the, the, the very first mm. one. And you can see there are uh, photos of Celtic fans holding them up quite early on, sort of like 1966, 67. But then, of course, there was also the Rangers. Um, who was it? It's uh, Willie Henderson. It is. I mean, it looks Willie absolutely Henderson. nothing like him, but it's. it's no, uh, no. Well, actually, that's what we we kind of very politely say. Well, actually, he does quite look like Jimmy Johnston. It looks like the Jim. <laughs> he looks like one. more Jimmy Johnston than the important <laughs> yeah. Willie Henderson. <laughs> yeah, but um, if you're a Rangers fan, if you squint a bit. Yeah. <laughs> could go on forever yeah well uh, that's that's actually that's actually our business plan <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if people want to get their hands on it and uh, Derek um, how, how, how do they go about doing so ah, um, well the, the Got Not Got football gift book um, it's available really from all the usual suspects if you go online um, uh, um, yeah, of course I'm allowed to say Amazon um all good bookshops. If they haven't got it, they can order it. Um, and uh, you can also get it from us direct at Conquer Editions. Um, and if you do, then you get a free set of football cards uh, as well. That's our little extra. Um, oh. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're like the 70s AMBC football cards by a, a fantastic illustrator called Simon Smith. They're... Um, there, uh, you can uh, and actually I shouldn't say this, uh, but I will. Um, <laughs> we, we give the set away, and uh, they're selling on eBay for about two pound fifty, three quid each. So uh, me. Uh, actually, if you uh, if you get the book and buy it off us, we'll send you the cards, and then you sell the cards on eBay. You get the book for free. <laughs> so I, I can't make a better offer than that—a free book, courtesy of Conquer Editions. 
There you go. It's an absolutely fantastic book. I'd recommend it to, to everyone uh, out there that's into uh, just uh, any football fan out there. You'll, you'll, you'll love the book, trust me. And uh, you're on social media as well, as you said there, Derek. If people want to find you on Twitter, want to have you out. What's your, what's your Twitter handle there? Yes, it's, it's as you might guess, um, it's at got not got. Um, at got not got. Um, and also... Um, just the, the sort of business side of it is at Conquer Editions. But Got Not Got is where all the fun is, really. So, uh, yeah, look us up. There's, there's something up there every day that will, uh, I don't know, surprise and delight you, hopefully. Yeah, there certainly will be. Well, excellent stuff, Derek. I think that'll do us here. Thanks very much for, for joining us on the podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me. Thanks very much, Derek. Well, that was episode 23 of the Talking Football Podcast with Derek Hammond. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks very much for listening. Remember, if you've missed any so far, you can catch them all on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, and by visiting DerekClarkSports.co.uk. We're also on Twitter at Talking underscore Football and Facebook as well. I hope you can join me again next week on Christmas Day, no less. But until then, bye for now.